This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to This is the G Podcast. It is episode 151. What's up, y'all? And before we jump in, I got to just say again, welcome. I'm your host, Tommy B, and, and my co-host will be coming up in just a minute. But I got to say this, man, big thanks to uh, Rob Redding, uh, Redding News Review this week, man, had me on his national show Tuesday, and we talked about uh, the novella, the nightmare journals, man, called me out of the blue and just said, hey, man, hey, hey, I need you on today's show. So here's the deal. Um, to hear the interview, go to castropolis.net, click on the press release on the main screen, hit the player. And I just got to give a big ups to Rob Redding, man. Just say thank you, brother. Call me out of the blue. And Nightmare Journals, again, is available on Kindle Vela. Thanks to all you have who have uploaded it, downloaded it, however it takes. You know, Kindle uh, app is still available. But but big thanks to Rob Redding Jr. And I just wanted to say that before we got rolling. What's up, y'all? This is the G Podcast again. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. Hey, hey, hey. Tanya B, what's going on? I know you were like... Is it, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, everything is fine now. My mic fell over. My light, my ring light fell down. I'm good. I am here. Hey, good, good. Glad that you're here again. The Birdwire Fridays and Saturdays nights, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. Saturdays at noon. Uh, again, if you miss the show um, live, you can catch it on demand at castropolis.net. This week's episode where she talks about uh, Soul Food, the movie, and celebrates 25 years is up. Yeah. Just go there, click the Birdwire logo. What else you got, Tanya B? What's, what's going on? Well, that's, you know, I, I just want, I got a lot of great feedback and very quickly about uh, you know, saluting the movie and some of the best music and some of those, I guess, historic uh, audio clips. So next week on the Birdwire, staying in the spirit of Nia Long, I will be saluting the music of another yeah, movie that's at it's 25th, 25th anniversary, I'm sorry. And that is uh, Love Jones with Nia Long and Lorenz Tate. So yes, that's the look movie, forward to man. that. That's my movie. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hate the guy, Theodore Wicker, who, who was the uh, director. That was really the only film he did. No, Which not really. It was. <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting. That movie, it cost him 12, uh, 10 million and make only made 12 million. But, you know, again, that that was, you know, the standards back then were different than now. And the thing about it is it's like Soul Food. It's one of our, you know, cultural cult classic movies. So that's where the success is. I agree. I agree. Appreciate you, Tanya, being again. Uh, check out the Birdwire uh, on demand. Go to castropolis.net. Click on the Birdwire logo and it's right there. And y'all, thank you, Lady J. Yes, yes. Appreciate you, Lady J. Lady J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. My brother from another mother is in the building. Y'all give it up for the one and only Vi. Yes. Country commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pride of Forsyth, Georgia. Give it up. Vi, let me ask you, Vi. Are you you happy? You seem like you're kind of happy. I know the Falcons lost this week. The the, the Bulldogs did not play. I I need the Falcons to win. Losing. (laughs) We can't get no quarterback. They keep winning. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now you you've moved away from the the, uh, the Bryce the Bryce Young to the CJ Stroud. Are you on the CJ Stroud train out of Ohio I mean, State? I would take either one of them over what we got, but yeah. I think see, I don't think our line's strong enough for Bryce Young. No, I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. He's gonna man. take some hits behind our line. He ain't big enough to take them hits. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we don't block that. We don't block that well. So we need smoke. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
I agree. Hey, you know what? I got to say this. Uh, you know, I know, I know the, the fa- some of the fans might be a little disappointed today, but you know, Brady lost. Uh, you know, the Bucks <laughs> lost, and and the Saints are horrible too. So you know, Green NFC Bay, State. Green Bay, Green, Green Bay, Bay lost. Green Bay, Green Bay lost. <laughs> Saints been horrible. What you talking about? Oh no! Wait, what's his name? Who's the coach? Uh, Vi, who left? Sean Payton. Yeah, he gone. He, he he Sean Payton. Went, he went for them to fight a San Diego coach. That's what he want. He want that quarterback. Yeah, I I. All right, y'all. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and uh, and jump right in. We got we got a lot of information to talk about this week. So let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll be right back. Here we go. News team, assemble. It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Troubling news from the National Institutes for Health concerning hair straightening products and a possible connection to uterine cancer. AURN's Jamie Jackson says black women may be more affected due to higher use. The research found no associations with uterine cancer for other hair products that the women who were in the study reported using, including hair dyes, bleach, highlights, or perms. Now, several chemicals that have been found in straighteners like parabens and metals and formaldehyde, among others, could be contributing to the increased uterine cancer risk observed. For AURN News, I'm Jamie Jackson. According to the NIH report, burns and lesions may make matters worse. According to estimates, over 133,000 people showed up at the polls Monday, setting a state record for advanced voting during a midterm election. Black voters represented 39% of Georgia's early voters Monday. 29% of the state's registered voters are black. Ugly would be a fair way to describe the campaign between Warnock and Walker in an effort to take the spotlight off of him and the abortion allegations. Herschel Walker held a press event outside of an apartment building in Atlanta owned by a subsidiary of Warnock's church, Ebenezer Baptist Church. Walker says the apartment complex is evicting people who are struggling financially. Where is it in Matthew 25? Does it say that you can evict people that are struggling? Warnock's campaign manager, Quentin Folks, says there have been no evictions at the property and Warnock has nothing to do with the day-to-day operations. His team says evictions may have been filed but were not carried out. Georgia continues to break turnout records for early voting. As of Wednesday morning, 291,740 people have voted. President Biden has a message for oil companies. Pass on your massive profits to consumers. He also announced the release of 15 million barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve and says it will be replaced when oil dips down to around $70 per barrel. The president says his administration will pump more from the reserve if needed. We're calling it a ready and release plan. In the meantime, Republicans are calling Mr. Biden's actions politically motivated. To that, he said... Look, it makes sense. I've been doing this for how long now? This isn't an additional release. Wednesday's move completes the 180 million reserve drawdown that started last spring. She lasted just 45 days, the shortest tenure in UK history. Liz Truss is out as Britain's prime minister. The conservative leader struggled to get support from massive tax cuts in an effort to jumpstart economic growth. Given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Britain elects a party, not a particular leader, and now there's even talk of bringing back Boris Johnson. 
The January 6th committee has formally sent a subpoena to former President Donald Trump, compelling him to testify under oath about his potential knowledge of the attack on the Capitol. The subpoena also seeks documents and records of all January 6th related calls and text messages sent or received. You can expect a huge legal battle. Just hours before the January 6th panel issued its subpoena, Trump's former strategist Steve Bannon was sentenced Friday to four months in jail after he defied a subpoena from the same committee. Bannon after the sentencing. Their judgment day is on 8 November when the Biden administration ends. A federal appeals court says Senator Lindsey Graham must testify before a special grand jury investigating whether then-President Trump and his allies broke the law trying to influence the 2020 election in Georgia. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis wants to bring Graham in for questioning over phone calls he made to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. The Secretary of State says Graham asked him if he had the power to toss out certain absentee ballots. Hey, just a couple of quick things. Um, you know, the hair straightening product thing, you know, hopefully black women are, are, are kind of shifting away from that and getting into the natural uh, stuff because that's kind of troubling that it's leading to uterine cancer. Uh, so so just beware of the products you're putting in your hair. Uh, you know, Tanya B, you could speak to that. I mean, probably in terms of. You know how women. Oh, are using yeah, that. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and you know, again, it was falling into that. You know, the, the I call it the mind trap of thinking that if you wanted to be successful or if you were intelligent, that you had straight hair. That is not the case anymore. I'm glad there's not as much hair discrimination as there has been over the years. And the other thing is, you know, people, if you're putting lie into your system, you know, every. Uh, six to eight weeks or eight to 12 weeks, of course, it's going to become detrimental, number one. But, you know, one thing that people get mixed up, and I need to correct that that reporter, a permanent is, we we call it perm, but it's permanent cream relaxer. You know, and people would say, oh, when, you know, people of color perm their hair, it goes straight. But when, you know, Caucasian people perm their hair, it gets curly. So just you know, clearing that up. And the same thing when they do, you know, these perms with the, they don't get as close to the scalp, but the solution still gets into the scalp. So I, I would be curious to know what the effects are on non-women of color, people that, you know, do the the curly perm, if you will, almost like the jerry curl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what happens to people who, you know, do not use hair? And don't forget the hair straighteners are used by Japanese people. They're used by Brazilian people, and they are just as dangerous. Yeah, agreed. And we'll keep you posted as, as we get mm-hmm. more information on that as well. Another thing, big numbers in early voting. Got to give it up to my folks in, in Georgia. 39% on Monday of those folks who turned out for that big voting, pre-voting day of early voting, 39% yeah. were black. Uh, blacks only make 29% of the state. So in terms of uh, registered voters, so definitely we are, we are uh, definitely trending ahead. Uh, also on, as Mike reported on on Wednesday, two hundred ninety one thousand voter voters. That and that's huge. I gotta say, I gotta say, yeah, absolutely. A big thanks to Karen mm-hmm. Renee uh, and the NAACP. And as a matter of fact, go to Karen Renee's IG page. Uh, she is uh, she didn't tell me to do this, but but y'all need to check it out because I follow her at K R E N E ten K Renee ten, and and she has a lot of the events uh, that are happening in the city. And around the state, definitely within the city, because that's how I found out about the Kerry Washington event. Uh, you know, also a shout out to, uh, you know, the folks at Spelman. I think their homecoming was this weekend because, uh, you know, Stacey Abrams was there. Of course, she's an alumna. 
alumnus and uh also uh Angelina Jolie. Her daughter oh, her, her adopted her <laughs> adopted daughter goes, yeah, she's trying to be swirly now, but you know, okay. <laughs> she, let's let's see how long that lasts. But she was mm. there, and you know, I got at least, you know, she's she's you know, you know, stunting, stumping, stomping for, for uh Stacey Abrams. So you know, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, we talked and you mentioned also, Tanya B., uh, Obama's going to be in town on October 28th uh, on Friday as we tape today. That's yes. this upcoming Friday. So a lot of folks are really getting on this get out to vote, get out to vote early. I mean, of course, we've had a couple of organizations on to talk about voting. And the big thing mm-hmm. is, y'all, do early voting. You got this mm-hmm. full week. You've got next weekend. Uh, don't wait until the day of. It's treacherous. Right. You don't know what's October fourth, which on that Friday. You know, and, and you know what's interesting? I'm glad to see. And you know, I don't. I'm not hearing as much. And I try to keep my ear to the ground, like you said, Tommy B. Um, they can't come with all that suppression crap they tried last time and all that. You know, so I haven't heard of any major issues that have gone down. Like if you recall last time, people were in line to vote. All of a sudden, the power went down. The machines went down you know, this, that, and the third. And, you know, I just, again, encourage people to just because you went and voted somewhere last time, when they, when they change the redistricting, redistricting of your polling place, they don't always tell you. So just make sure that you are going to the correct polling place. Cause yeah. like the, you know, the devil is busy and the trickeration is still going on. You know, my big thing is you don't wait because when you do have trickery, that occurs, you've got more time to correct it. If you're in a situation right. and you're getting off from work and you got until seven o'clock, now you once you get in line and all that, you know the rules, you have to be able, granted the opportunity to vote. Mm-hmm. But if things are happening day of, you know, a lot of folks have done basically if it's taken too long, they leave. So don't mm-hmm. do that. Make sure, you know, go ahead, y'all. I know. And I, I know a lot of folks don't, uh, you know, the words out there like, you know, I don't think it's going to matter. It's gonna, it ain't going to count. Let me tell you, a lot of these votes, a lot of these early votes are coming from black folks. And as a matter of fact, I had a conversation this week, a text conversation with Harold Michael Harvey. And 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 his numbers, the numbers are starting to support the fact that this is a big blue wave, it's at least in mm-hmm. the metro Atlanta areas uh, in, in Georgia, because, again, we've got Warnock uh, and we've got, you know, Abrams. Uh, Ver- well, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't want to mention, you know, the uh, deputy dog. I'm not even going to call him. I'm going to call him deputy dog. I don't have to mention his name. <laughs> Y'all know who he is. Okay. Yes, 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 we do. Y'all know who he is. I'm hey, gonna call him. You see the, hey, did you see the commercial with the sheriff that gave the badge? So that is a real badge. Come on, dude. It's a real badge from Walmart. <laughs> Come on, deputy dog. Yeah, the sheriff, yeah, the sheriff, the sheriff said, this is a real badge. He said, he said the Herschel badge ain't real, then he must not be real. You I'm know, Herschel's taking on well, deputy dog. Y'all. I mean, I mean, I, I'm talking. I, damn, I said his name anyway. Warnock is taking on deputy dog. And then you've got Abrams against Kemp. So, you know, a lot of a, so how's they, a lot what of the stats, what, what the huh? stats are saying about Abrams right now? Well, you know, I, I don't even polls. I don't really, really want to get into the polls because I, I still don't think the polls uh, represent are are, are actually getting black folks. So so hang hang on for me just a minute, y'all. Uh, I, I just don't think the, the polls are really picking up black folks right now. So so I'm not even um, how can you say it? Uh, I'm not really putting much credence into the polls at this time. 
So, uh, you know, at this point, um, I'm just going to have to say it's close, probably within the margin of error, definitely for Warnock and Deputy Dog. But when it comes down to Kemp and Stacey Abrams, you know, Kemp has an edge, but I don't think that's taken into the account all the black votes. And, and once again, y'all check to make sure you're not, uh, any audio is not coming out before you uh, speak. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I encourage people to, again, like you said, check the status. It's going to be close. So, every, you know, in this instance, like many other times, these are critical elections. We're living in some crazy times and your vote does count. So I say, I just say, please, 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 whatever you have to do, there are ways to get rides to and from the polls. You know, let's let's really be proactive, folks, because, you know, especially when it comes down to Warnock and that other one, you know, it's 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 almost as critical as a 2020 election, I think. And I, I really hope that we don't, because according to these so-called polls, uh, you know, they're so close in both of those races. I'm really hoping that we don't have to go to a runoff because when a runoff happens, that's when people show up once. But a lot of times they don't show up twice. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. One other thing I do want to say, happy 32nd birthday to uh, Brittany Griner. Uh, Her birthday uh, was this Mm. week. Uh, Her appeals hearing, the appeal hearing is coming up uh, as we take today Mm. on the 23rd, the 25th. So, uh, you know, there's there's not a lot of uh, people aren't putting a lot of credence into or hope into the fact that she'll be into the opportunity for her being released uh, this week. So uh, hopefully um, I will say they can. I guess the State Department mm-hmm. and, and the Biden administration can intervene and maybe make something happen. What have you been hearing? You guys been hearing anything? I've other heard than anything. That? Yeah. Nope, I've heard anything. Oh, it's it's like it's almost like the new cycle for this particular issue has come and gone. But it seems like Putin is so hell bent on destroying the Ukraine. It's like, okay, everything else is, you know, not on his radar, you know, and I guess that's that's just a mark of, you know, a narcissist and and I say a sociopath. Yeah, because when, you know, destroying humans, whether it's, you know, Ukraine or even with Brittany Griner, it's more important to destroy humans and humankind than it is to deal with the issues that really matter. Yeah, because once you blow, but, but, but wait, once he blows up Ukraine and tries to make it part of Russia, it's been so decimated. What's what is it? What's left? What are you going to do? Leave uh, it like a slum? Look, I, mean, I, don't really. think, I don't even think they're going to happen. What, what, what do you what do you mean by what, what you say? You don't think what's going to happen? I don't think I don't think he's going to win. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. sooner or later, because his soldiers, his soldiers are already giving up on him. They wonder why are we fighting? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing it? His people, his own people don't believe, don't believe in, don't believe in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to win a war when the people who, who is fighting for you don't believe. In the war, yeah, and, and we haven't crazy. we haven't talked about it a lot on the show, uh, but but I do know what's happening is uh, with a lot of the drafts that are happening in in, in Russia, a lot of folks are fleeing the draft. Right, um, that's my point. Is like they don't they don't want to be there. Yeah. You have to have the people they who don't actually fighting the war, believe in the war, and the people who Ukraine believe in what they're doing, but Russian people do not. Yeah, yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. So, Vi, how much? Let, let me ask you, Vi. You you you've been mm-hmm. in the military. Uh, you, you know, you're a vet. How long do you see this thing going on? Mm-hmm. on? How how much further do you see it? I mean, I, I, I I'm not gonna I, hold you to is, it. Uh, maybe two at the most. Two years at the most. Damn. <laughs> because yeah, you gotta understand. Wow. His people, his people might not want to give in, mm-hmm. but Putin is hell bent 
I'm not looking bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he's trying to save face right now because he thought Pooh thought it was gonna last. I don't think Pooh Pooh probably think it's gonna last him about a month or two. Yeah. He is shocked that it's going this long. <laughs> no. Yeah, so true, so true. Oh, yeah, one, one more thing, um, I, I I do want to mention um, bef- before we um, before we move on, we'll take a break and we'll come back with the tea. Um, this thing with oil, the oil companies, and um, the you know basically, I, I I do agree with the Biden administration in terms of using uh, the reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's the thing, and, and I'd like for you guys to give us feedback. Go to castropolis.net. Uh, you can uh, leave us a voicemail. But I just noticed that certain chains of grocery stores, I'm not going to mention their name un- for a few minutes until we talk about it a little bit. They keep their gas prices higher than most, whereas, I mean, here's the difference. And I'm within maybe a mile to two miles of one particular chain of gas stations. As a matter of fact, this chain of gas stations <laughs> combined nationally, they, they merged, had a merger, which hasn't been approved yet with Albertsons. Well, it's Kroger, okay? Kroger mm-hmm. and Albertsons have decided to merge. But I've noticed in some cases, the Kroger gas stations are always higher, even to the point where it might be $3.15, And then when you go to maybe a mile away or two miles away, a Walmart is at two eighty, two ninety. Uh, I don't know if you guys are noticing that among the different you know, chains. I, it depends. Yeah, it and it really does depend on where you go because, uh, like you just talk about Kroger. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I've been to Kroger's within maybe like a five or six mile radius, and none of them have the same gas prices. Which it is crazy. On where you go, it's yeah. crazy because here's the thing: it's price gouging. You and I both know that the city of Atlanta, wherever you have a metro area the gas might be a little bit higher because Mm -hmm. they say, just like if you're in L.A., if you're in New York, if you're in a congested area, they say the mix is a little higher to suppress the smog. So that's the excuse. The gas grade Mm -hmm. is higher, so you're going to pay a little bit more in a metro area than the suburbs or Mm -hmm. even the rural areas. But all these, yeah, yeah, but all these areas are within a mile, and for the most part, all of them are suburban. So it doesn't make sense to me. Go ahead, Bob. I want, I want y'all gas, damn. Keep my mind clean. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but one thing, and, and time, I, I, yeah, go ahead, Bob. Before I go to Atlanta, I make sure my gas tank is full. Yes, bro. And if I get gas in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I put about ten dollars in it just to get me back home. That's it, bro. Uh-huh. Gas, it's outrageous. That's what. That's what's going on. I thought gas prices went down. But that's the difference. The difference should be between the city and the country because again, Atlanta. They say <laughs> that the gas has a certain grade in it that's supposed to help suppress um, the um, the smog. You know, it's supposed to be <laughs> better on the, the ecosystem. But I will tell you, if I live in the country, OK, and I'm in the country like you in the country. And if I go a block away and the same company has a 10 cent difference. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I go, I mean, I, I got to give, let me go ahead and, and, and I'm going I'm to go ahead and give my folks at Walmart. And even, um, what's the other grocery store? The, the red, red and white, um, they have gas there as well. I'm, I forgot the name of this. They're a smaller chain, um, you know, where I am, uh, you know, in, in the South Atlanta area. 
I'll think of it in just a minute, but they also do the same. Their gas is typically around, you know, even right now under $3. So I'd love y'all's feedback really and truly. If you are dealing with that, with some of these chains, I'm just interested in knowing why the difference from block to block, store to store in the same area. It just doesn't make sense. But I've gone on enough. I just want to go ahead and, and get that mm-hmm. in. But but let's do this, y'all. Let's go ahead. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with Tanya B's tea. But y'all really, I'm serious because all us got to use gas. And, it, and, you know, I really would appreciate it. Go to Castropolis.net. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And if you know some place that has, you know, how people use gas, buddy, where they want to know where it's cheaper. But, you know, I guess another question I would pose to people, how far, and you got to look at, you know, what makes sense, how far would you go out of your way, you know, to not support those price gouging chains to get gas or to save money? Well, I already told y'all. <laughs> if I could, no, no, I, I, I understand what he was saying. I totally, I no, totally, if I, totally If I ain't got to buy gas in Atlanta, I'm going back to Columbus. There you go, Bob. <laughs> I, am not, I am not supporting y'all prices. <laughs> I don't blame you. Mm. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. All right, here we go. Hey, it's Tommy B, host of This is the G Podcast. To keep our podcast real and unfiltered, we accept limited sponsorship dollars. Instead, we depend on you, our listeners. Now you can support us and look good buying our swag. Our merchandise store is open for fall 2022. You'll find coffee mugs, shirts, hoodies, and there's more to come. Look for the link in our podcast notes of each show or go to our page at castropolis.net forward slash this is the G podcast. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net forward slash this is the G podcast. Be a G. Support the podcast, y'all. News, politics, pop culture, and that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. This is the G podcast. Hey, you know what, Tanya B, since uh, we got a few minutes, let's do it. Let's go ahead and do this. Every time I come in the kitchen. (laughs) You What's cooking, Tanya B? Tanya B, before we get into the tea, what you cooking? What you cooking? This you know, I decided to go back and it was one of those times when I wanted comfort food. And I say every, every now and then, even a girl from up north needs a good old fashioned southern old school pork chop. Now, most people say pork chop, but I had a great aunt who called them a P-O-K-E, a pork chop. Oh. So, yes, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. And yes, I fried the pork chop. But here, listen up, Howard. The key to a tender, juicy pork chop is to use buttermilk brine that you season. That's how you make them nice and tender and crispy and crunchy. So I did that. Then I took um, some red glass potatoes. I smashed them up with the peelings of healthy, do the peelings, and just put a little gar- fresh garlic and some butter. And I did my my usual um, Jack Daniels, Yakety Jack, uh, Jack Daniels, uh, candy yams, and of course you can't have candy yams unless you have smoked collard greens with turkey necks. And mm, that's what I mm, had. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, don't come for me unless I send for you. Yes, a chick will eat a pork chop at least two, three times a year. And baby, let me tell you something. And don't trim the fat until after it's cooked. You need the flavor. But baby, that bone was everything. Uh. Uh. <laughs> look at look at uh yeah. Columbus dog down there. Let me ask you, Vaughn. You, you keep going okay. back to the kitchen. You must be cooking. Uh, I, see I am cooking. I'm cooking, <laughs> I'm cooking me some smoked collard greens, see? some macaroni and cheese, and some see? You keep going back checking in the kitchen. I knew you would do yeah, it. I knew you were up man. to something. <laughs> Appreciate uh, you, Tanya. Let me tell y'all, though. I'm going to tell y'all this, though. 
I don't like the choice of meats. I, I you know, it, I'm not happy with a lot of the choice of meats in the store. So you know what I've done? You know what I've done? What? I gone. Lo- I, I, I pulled out the tofu on y'all. Tofu. I know. Yes. You must don't like meat at all, then. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I've done it before. But in a lot of cases, I'll go to the grocery store, you know, and and I'll look around and I just if I don't see a good choice, I'll go tofu and I'll just flavor it no, if I want to. He, here is a here's a, a tip for you. Number one, you have to go early. You can't go after say twelve noon because the best stuff gets put out early. And you know, and you know, it's a shame that what we came up knowing as the butcher shop is disappearing. Mm. Mm-hmm. The one I used to go to over in Southwest Atlanta is it's just, I mean, it's gone. It's just not, they just knocked the whole thing down. So then the other thing you do is you make friends with the manager and the people in the meat department like yeah, I do. Okay. So when you show up, you're like, hey, boo, I don't need a, a family pack. Can you just give me like two, three pounds and can you slice them thin or can you make them thick if I want to stuff them? So You might go up there and talk about hey, boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mako, you go to America. Mako, go to Atlanta. You can say hey, boo. Okay, thank you, Ryan. Look, you don't. Look, let me. No, no you don't no. have to be in Atlanta. I ain't getting You do not have you. to be in Atlanta. Hey. You do not have to be in Atlanta. Send all cards and emails to Vi. And death threats, and death threats because you do not have to be in Atlanta. Send all emails to Vi. Okay. No, and threats. I just see no. Equal opportunity. Right, right, you, right, right. you can, you know, hey, right, you can go to a lot of places and say, hey, boo. But anyway. <laughs> well, you can, hey, boo. <laughs> we can't go. <laughs> no, I just go get me some tofu and I'm good. I know y'all crazy. Like I know y'all think I'm crazy, but I'm going to do it. I mean, yeah. I, I have no, let me tell you, I'm going to say this and we're going to get to the tea. I have no problem <laughs> marinating tofu long enough. To pick up the flavor, yeah, you marinate it. You you right. you, you get. Let me let me tell you, and I'm I'm telling you, but you can jump in. And, and but what mm-hmm. I do, you know, you get the water out of it, get all the excess water out of mm-hmm. it. You buy it in a brick, or you, you know, typically you buy it in a brick, and then right. you you know slice it. You can dice it, and then you you know can bake it. Get the texture. I use firm. I use extra firm, and then after it's after it's marinated, it's marinated really good in whatever flavor you want. Mix it up in some rice and. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. No, it's true. My favorite way to do it is, of course, in pad thai. You yes, can do it when thai. when you make or when you make the base for, say, macaroni and cheese or any kind of mac and cheese, or yeah. if you do scalloped potatoes, even potatoes, you can put. There's a way to put it in there, and it, it, you know, it again, it takes on the taste of whatever you're making. So yes, don't be looking someone, at me like that, Va. Go ahead. No, unless somebody <laughs> told you, you would not know, and That's it's true. healthy. It but is. every now and then. A chick need a poke chop. That's all I'm saying. I got you. But Bako, (laughs) when you brought me and my friend over there, we don't want no tofu. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be no tofu for y'all. Ain't no tofu. Appreciate it. Appreciate appreciate it. You ain't going to your house for Thanksgiving. There you go. (laughs) Well, you won't definitely (laughs) have tofu for Thanksgiving. Uh (laughs) All right, y'all. Here we go. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. All right, Tanya B, what you got? Okay, first I want to start off by saying if you have not seen the movie trailer for Black Panther 2 or even Creed 3, help yourself call the fire department. That's all I have to say about that. I also want to say uh, as far as Black Panther goes, Rihanna is not coming to play with you people. Yes, she's doing the Super Bowl in 2023 for the halftime entertainment, but she's got two songs on the Black Panther soundtrack. 
So, you know, just pay attention to that. And, you know, the other thing is in a week, about a week or so, because people don't know how to be quiet, we will know who the new Black Panther will be. Now, you know, the film hits the big screen November 11th, November 11th, which is Veterans Day. But um, the thing about it is with the pre-sales that started about two weeks ago, this is projected to be one of the highest grossing movie opening weekends right now. Um, they're predicting that the gross for Black Panther for the first weekend will be shy of $200 million, which is great because that hasn't happened in a long time. Long time. Yeah. Well, I'll be there November 12th watching Black Panther. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. Um, next, you know, and uh, maybe you have seen, I call him uh, Warren G is the king of uh, the Bay Area G Funk. You might have seen him on social media in a hospital bed in a hospital gown. And, and the uh, caption for the picture was got to do it. Well, he's okay. He's not, you know, there's no dire situation. What he was saying he got to do is go and get a colonoscopy, which for some reason, y'all can help me understand. Uh, is it a macho ego thing? Why men of color do not take care of their colon and their prostate like they should have. So he's encouraging men to get a colonoscopy. That's what it's all about. And, you know, and it, it's not as invasive as you think, because the thing about it is they give you some good drugs and they knock you out. So you just wake up and, you know, you don't really know what has happened, but I just want to say five wanted to him for doing that, you know, because uh, prevention is key. You look at people like uh, Kango Kid from UTFO. He ignored the signs. And once he was diagnosed, he did not live. He might have lived eight or nine months. And then even Eartha Kit uh, passed away from colon cancer. Remember, the actor Cleavon Little from Blazing Saddles. It's, amazing. it's, it's interesting that, um, you know, that he was uh, best known in that movie for the fart scene. He died of colon cancer, as did uh, the legendary Eartha Kit and Chadwick Boseman. He died uh, from colon cancer at age 43. He'd been fighting it for four years, but to get colon cancer at 39 years old is actually really, really young. So I just say to people, you know, prevention is the best key. Uh, you can, you know, diet is a, has a lot to do with prevention. Uh, give up a lot of the fast food and the burgers. Integrate more fruits, vegetables, and fish into your diet, and you can live a much longer life. And that is your health tip from Tanya B in the tea. Um, next up, I want to talk about the singer Miguel, uh, Messy Miguel. He's looking for the sure thing, you know, for the third or fourth time he and his wife have broken up. She's his high school sweetheart. They're getting a divorce, citing irreconcilable differences, which normally many times includes um, cheating in the next room. But anyway, um, it's funny, they were together for 17 years, could not stay married for three years. And now uh, Miguel has gone and gotten what uh, this woman's called the football attorney. Her name is Samantha Spector to uh, represent him. And she's also uh, represented uh, Amber Heard in her divorce, as well as representing Nicole Young, Dr. Dre's ex-wife. So I think that this is just going to get messier. And uh, I just say, Miguel, when was the last time you had a hit record? Now, um, lastly, I want to talk about, you know, this whole thing, you know, I think it's really sad that a lot of artists that built the R&B format, like the Isley Brothers, like Shaka Khan, Anita Baker, uh, you know, Earth, Wind & Fire, The Whispers, and so on, you know, they've all, to reinvent themselves and to actually get representation on the charts these days, because they can't do it alone, they've done these collaborations. The Isley Brothers' new album is out, they've taken a lot of old songs and just put, you know, a very little stank on them, and that's how they 
you know, get to be reinvented and be relevant. If you'd have ever told me that Fuchsia would be on a record with the Odyssey Brothers, I would have been like, oh, no, he's not. But that's what they're doing now. Mm. And also Babyface's album came out this past Friday. And he's the same thing. A lot of collaborations we know about the song he's got with LMA, which did very well. But, you know, and I get it when you want to give an artist who's not very well known, you know, a shot to be on the come up or people who are well known. That's what they're doing. But you know, I just wonder, you know, is this going to last? And then I, I got to share with you, I got an email and the headline in the email was new music from the legendary Whispers. I'm like, oh, Whispers got a new, another new record out. I supported the last one. It was just okay, but it really didn't get, it wasn't on R&B terrestrial at AM FM radio at all. And what they're AM. trying to do now, <laughs> no, you heard what I said. When they came out, there was still such a thing as AM radio, okay. not AM radio, AM, okay? okay? You know, but the thing, I mean, they can't even get on like you know satellite radio so yeah, it's I the agree. digital landscape you know is you know and you know i've supported the temptations i've supported the spinners uh even shaka khan has an amazing record out right now and it's, it's a shame they have to fight to be heard um and the other thing about that is that you know will this work and how long will this you know i think it's kind of a fad will it last so back to the whispers so i go open up the email and what they're doing is because they were you know they couldn't work for two and a half years due to the pandemic and what they've done is decided to re-record um, their classic rock steady, which hmm. made Babyface in LA a lot of money. But here's my question: You know, they can do this. Who's going to play it remains to be seen. Because if you're like me and a lot of other people, especially people who make those decisions at radio stations, you are going to rock with the classic original version of Rock City. So I wish them the best, but I don't know. And, you know, I, I get they're trying to get control of their catalog because they did not write those songs. I get that part. A lot of artists just re-record the song and smack it up on YouTube, and that's enough. But, you know, I, I wish them all the best, but I don't know how the whispers are going to make out with that when, you know, well, you know, it's a shame you get these groups that get older as members pass away and have health issues. Yeah. You know, when you had one of the twins in Lavelle, and now you just got the twins and the guys in the band trying to step up. You know, especially the twins, they are the linchpins of the group. It's like, I'm not going to go see the Gap band unless I know Charlie Wilson is there. Otherwise, I feel like I've been duped yeah, and yeah. bamboozled. So I just wonder, you know, what is it going to take for these? And I don't know, it may not you know, they're going to have to redirect themselves to, but no, to, to remain relevant. I don't know that, you know, getting the RZ brothers and, and future or Rick Ross on a song where he's cursing, not necessary. I don't think that's the answer. That's just my two cents. I want to know what the people think. What do you think, Tommy B? What do you think by, by Las Vegas? Um, let, me, let me jump in. And I'll give it to you by, I mean, I, I just think, I mean, ultimately, um, you know, even for the older demographic, I mean, Southern soul, is really uh, that's where mm-hmm. most of the older black audience is, and and, and what I mean by that is, yeah. you know, ultimately, if 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 the black older audience has their own artist, they have their own artist on the southern soul level. Is that your dog? What, what's what's happening? I hear some somebody beating something up. That ain't me. But um, mm-hmm. what I'm saying basically is, if um, your older audience, your older black audience has left R&B, which I think Southern Soul is really just another level of Mm R&B with another group of artists, then Mm -hmm. maybe the Whispers and some of these older artists need to figure out how to get into Southern Soul and then maybe instead of trying to relive what they did back in the 80s and 70s, just embrace Southern Soul. 
I mean, I, that's where the, that's where I see the success of older. Oh, R&B. I, I agree. And you know, one you thing know. I'll say to 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 your credit to say that that's one of the few places that those artists in Southern Soul that have been out for years, they're making millions of dollars and they don't get airplay. So I think you have a very valid point. It might be to their advantage to you know to look into that lane. Yeah. And again, you have to reinvent yourself because that's one of the few places a lot of these artists can make a really decent living with no airplay. And then when they do shows, they're sold out. Yeah, because I mean, everybody, them out. everybody can't be Uncle Charlie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's a different level. Even with Ron Isley, Ron Isley had the uh, the, the the push of R. Kelly before Kelly, yeah. he got nothing. Well, so did Char- so did Charlie. Yeah, so remember, they for, both did. But you know what? Yeah. But you know, let me tell you this. God bless him. Even Charlie Wilson, his last four records, even he's struggling now. So he's got to find, and he's doing the same thing, making records with Babyface and Johnny Gill and Casey and JoJo. Yeah. Because again, they know what the really the reality of it is. I think Tommy B and tell me how you feel about this. Yeah. It's number one. Their audience is no longer amongst the living. Yeah. Or their audience has moved on. They've moved on. A lot of them. You're absolutely right. You absolutely. Vi, you, you have something to say, and then we'll go to the next. But it can be like me. I just don't have. I just. I don't. I don't want to be the man on the on the porch. You know, I just don't care for the music. I just don't. Because mostly, I do. I go on Spotify or YouTube and find the music, the '90s hits or the '80s hit or the '70s hit and make a mm-hmm. and make a playlist for that type of music. Yeah. Because I really. That's not too much today music that I really can get into. And you know what, Vi, let me say this. You, you make a really good point, Tanya. And, and Tanya B, here's the other thing. A lot of these groups don't sound as good as they did mm-hmm. in their heyday. They can't. They can't. Aid. You're right. Aid. Because I'm going to say this, and I know you you had it on the bird wire. I told you, when I heard They'll Never Be, <laughs> I said, why y'all, why y'all effing up my song? Don't be messing up, you know, the switch hit. You know, for those of age, you know, you know, they'll never be by, you know, Bobby and Tommy DeBarge. I'm and like, if you can't say right. this. You can't don't touch that song. Don't touch that song. If you can't uh, exactly if some touch. things don't touch it. Right. Some things need to just be left alone. Everybody can't cover a song like you know, I said if you're gonna cover Aretha Franklin, you better be able to put your foot in it. And you know, no tea, no shade to Ron Ogden, Earth Wind and Fire, or Elder Barge, who I think saved the song and didn't sing yeah, enough. You know, some things you just need to leave it alone, yo. Let it go. Yeah, okay. Your last story. Go ahead, hit that. You got you got one more? No, no, that that was really it. I just I can also just tell you that um, I say get your coins together because next year Janet Jackson, Rihanna, and Beyonce are going on tour, and trust me, those tickets won't be cheap. And I just want to remind you that. December 15th, don't forget the 40th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast on ABC TV starring her. And please, please, please help yourself, especially you young people. Watch the rebellious life of Rosa Parks on Peacock. You know, and I think, you know, we always got to give her her due, but other people made a lot of money off of the Montgomery bus boycott. And she, that was not her first foray into activism, but it got so bad with the death threats and the fact that she and her husband couldn't get jobs. That's why they left Alabama and relocated to Detroit. And I'll just call a thing a thing. One person that made money off of her pain was Dr. Martin Luther King, and she was a pawn. She got nothing from it. So if you want to know the real story, uh, her grandnephew 
um, is one of the producers of this documentary. So it's on Peacock, The Rebellious Life of Rosa Parks. Help yourself and learn something before Black History Month comes up. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Tanya B. Here we go. What you watching this week, Tommy B? I talk. Just got to say, um, you know, again, Atlanta on FX, FX and and there this was uh, episode seven. So there are only three episodes left in the entire oh. series. And I've got to say I'm rooting for Earn and Van. So let me give them some applause. If you saw the episode, you completely understand where I'm going, what I'm saying with that. And nothing says I love you like a Sharday song at the beginning of the episode <laughs> and a Sharday song at the end of the episode. So again, I give it up to Atlanta. It was really a well done, well written episode. Uh, y'all, y'all let me know what you think. And, and here's the other question. It's a tough question for me to ask on the show because I'm a fan of the show. But is season two of Abbott Elementary as funny as season one? I'm 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 kind of struggling this season because I don't think it's as funny as the first season. Also, uh, I'm not a big fan of this new character they just added. And I'm not going to tell too much because some of y'all are still kind of watching it you know, uh, on demand. But uh, this new character, Ashley, which I remember Ashley, the, the, the actress who's playing Ashley uh, was in the uh, Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm right. show. Was that the one that the yeah. teacher's aide? Yeah. Is that Ashley? Yeah, she can Ashley. go. She she, I, she won't trust me. She's not too just, long for the picnic. She I got to go. Chance. Give her a chance. No, this is no, this is her false transfer in four months. Is the reason why she's getting <laughs> you know popped around. But I'm just saying, in real, I mean, I know this is a satire of schools, but in semi real time, Ashley would not even have a job doing what she's doing. So I, I'm not checking for her. Uh, don't know about that. Listen, listen to my old friend who's a counselor. She said they are very bad right now for us teachers. They. We're almost taking anybody these days. But you got a pulse, yeah. So you get an assy. You know what? I I, I know, but no, I hear that it's going to change, Tommy B. So just hold on because they're going to start, if you notice, starting uh, to get more into the lives of the teachers outside of school. Like when I, uh, whatever her name was, uh, Quinta Brunson went to um, Lisa Ann Walter's house. So hopefully that was just a one off and Ashley should not even be a reoccurring, reoccurring character. Um, yeah. I'm going to give them a few more weeks and hopefully they'll get it together. But I'm here to tell you, I think, you know, Twitter, Twitter's Twitter's a little uh, uneasy right now. That's all I got. I mean, personally for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not uh, trying mm-hmm. to reflect what Twitter's saying. I'm just telling you what I'm saying as a fan of the show. First season mm-hmm. was great. This season, I'm just a little concerned of the direction and, and you know, I'm going to support it but I just hope that mm-hmm. they, they are listening to the feedback that they're getting from their audience and, and you know, We'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Vi. I'm going to try to give it a chance, Vi. I'm going mm-hmm. to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. Give it a chance. <laughs> also, um, I'm just curious. Y'all, y'all, y'all shoot me your feedback. I'd appreciate it. Also, um, re- recommended this week, uh, I did check out Marlon Wayans, Kelly Rowland in uh, Curse of Bridge Hollow oh. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for kids and family, it's not bad. I mean, if you're watching Hocus Pocus 2, and, and you know, because Hocus Pocus 2 is just, I'm telling y'all, Freaking huge, man. These families are having like block parties, you know, on the big screen. So it's not going to be as big as Hocus Pocus 2, but it is something uh, kind of, I guess, uh, you know, Netflix alternative you know for the family. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. Th- those are great Halloween costumes. Hocus Pocus 2 and um, the Kelly Roller movie. There will be some residual marketing from that where people will, will dress up like those characters. 
Shit, they ain't got much time this year, but it will be an annual. Well, they're only going to be up for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I will recommend, I still recommend The Midnight Club uh, from the Flanniverse, Mm. Mike Flanagan, director. Uh, It's a series, so it's a 10-episode series, about an hour per per series, I mean, per episode. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Uh, It is, you know, it goes from horror to, you know, some, some comedy, a little comedy to damn, a tearjerker. So it, it, <laughs> the, the concept is interesting because these are terminal teenagers. They're terminal. So they're in a hospice mm-hmm. that's haunted. And, you know, the, the stories... I, I read about it. I hadn't read the Sony movie yet, but I read about it. Yeah, like you really get into the characters. It's not... I mean, it, it, it's... it's. Uh, I mean, I'm again, I go back to the fact that I'm a big fan of Midnight Mass. So I got into Flanagan through Midnight Mass, and he uses a lot of the characters from Midnight Mass in the Midnight Club. So so we'll see. I'm, I'm, mm. It is doing well. It's always in the top five on Netflix. Also, I got to say congrats to Dwayne The Rock. The Rock, give it up to him, y'all. Um, Black Adam scored $67 million at the box office. And this is crazy, y'all. I don't pay much attention to the critics. I really don't. When it comes down to the critics, and I'm a critic, but I still say, I think I, my, my view is always from a fan point oh, of view. And the they critics, don't get it. They the, don't get the it. Critics gave it like 40%, but the fan side of Rotten Tomatoes, 90%. So you, when you have that much of a gap, I tend to mm-hmm. believe, let me, let, let me throw my, uh, my, my conspiracy theory out there. <laughs> you know, I, I think the critics just have a hard on for DC. They just do. And they they always they they had this hard on they they love Marvel Marvel can do no wrong but they just have a hard on for anything that comes out that's related to DC Comics I don't know why you know DC by you're a comic book guy DC's always been kind of with the exception of like Shazam DC's always kind of mm. darker more serious yeah. dark it's darker, <laughs> darker. <laughs> so it ain't Definitely nothing dark. happy go lucky kind of fun kind of Deadpoolish about I can't it wait to see Rock that looks like, like it looks good man I, I think it looks good the other thing I got to give Rock credit for is his whole push for black. Uh, Adam was to make sure that we had another black hero, black superhero, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of an anti-hero thing. He he pushed to have more inclusiveness on the screen. So, Rock, I'm with you, bro. I'm with he's you. Not black. He's, no, he's black. No, he's not black. He is black. He's not black. Not <laughs> so come on, come black. on. He's not, half oh, black. Yeah. Oh, you mean, you mean uh, black uh, Adam. Go ahead. Comic book, yeah. Rock yeah. is definitely black. Yeah. I said, and the comic book <laughs> character is not black. Even though his name is Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. You probably... Mm-hmm. And in the comic book, the character is ain't no depth. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a, he's. That's why they call him the anti-hero because he could he can go bad on y'all in a heartbeat. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah. So uh, those are my those are my recommendations. A lot of good stuff out again. Uh, if you're into the Halloween spirit, man, even the Christmas stuff, y'all are starting to roll out. So already, you know, yeah. no, they don't they ain't no they don't care they don't do dog they don't care they don't care about. What? Thanksgiving is a heat ho- Thanksgiving is a eating holiday only. That's they don't care about Thanksgiving. It's like from <laughs> Halloween on November first, jingle bells. <laughs> that might hey, that might be the only day fall day might be better than Thanksgiving. Say what? Say what now? <laughs> Which one? That might be the only holiday the holiday might be better than this Thanksgiving. Yeah, I agree. Might be. I agree. <laughs> All right, y'all. We we love uh for you to weigh in, go to the people poll. You can go to castropolis.net, hit the people poll. We'd love your feedback, or you can go to social media and, and leave us some comments uh, as well. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. You know, um, I, I put out a post this week and, and I wanted to hear 
on how people are saving, how people are saving their money. Um, because, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, I shop and, and, you know, Tanya B, you cook a lot, Vi, you cook. And, and it is, there is a noticeable difference in the freaking grocery store. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, there's, I mean, I, I know because I shop every month and, you know, every other week. And when I look at items that were like 98 cents that are now like a dollar 25, dollar 28, that makes a difference. I got one better. I got one better for you. Go for it. Now just say last week or before things got crazy, uh, you could get a can of cranberry sauce for 50 cents, maybe 69 cents. Mm -hmm. This year, a can of cranberry sauce is $2. That's crazy. Oh my God. So that is a 300% markup. And then when you look at the eggs, go ahead, Vaughn. Sorry. Because I can't, not working in uh, in the food business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't, cranberries is a hard thing to get these days. Yeah, I'm trying to get cranberry now, and I can't hardly find any cranberry. Wow, wow, yes. So let me ask you, Vi, because you are in the in in, in, you know related to the food business to to a certain extent. You are eggs. How do you deal with the eggs? Because eggs are high. Eggs are higher, man. How do you deal with that? We just I just have to buy them. Just have to suck it up and buy them. Wow, wow. All right, let let me. I ask people to go to castropolis.net. Uh, on a post this week. And and I'm going to give you an example of what I got back. So here we go. So how I save money when I go to the grocery store, I really use these three principles. Basically, I take advantage of sales. I definitely take advantage of the buy one, get one free. So the BOGOs. I every now and then will click coupons. And if it's something I need to buy in bulk, I'll buy those at places like um, Sam's or Costco's because you can, uh, you know, you start saving the end buying in bulk. And then lastly, I do join most stores loyalty programs because a lot of the stores will give you points off certain items if you buy their brand. Oh, and also if you can buy good generics, I'll buy good generic brands as well. I appreciate that. Uh, one of our followers, uh, loyal followers, Gigi. And, and again, um, she mentioned she takes, uh, you know, definitely advantage of sales um, BOGO, buy one, get one free, wherever you can find them. Uh, and, and damn, wherever they have enough in stock. Uh, also the coupons, uh, you, when you buy in bulk, go to Sam's or Costco, uh, loyalty programs, you get a part, become a, a part of the loyalty programs. And of course, uh, you know, buy generic, but you know, one thing I've noticed with the generic stuff, people are buying the generic stuff. The, the store brand stuff is gone. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it used to be the store brand they stuff, buying up everything. Oh, but they, they buy, they, they really buying up the store because it's cheaper, I guess. So mm-hmm. all the store oh, brands, yeah, it's, it's definitely cheaper. Now. Is it just me? Am I noticing just the, the store brand stuff is gone? No, like <laughs> that's to, everywhere. That's everywhere. I was trying to buy a uh, breakfast meat sausage. Yeah. I'm buying any. Wow, they had plenty, plenty of bacon, but no sausage. I'm going good green. Say that green? one more time. Say it again, Vi. Plenty of bacon, but no Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong, Baker. No, I, wrong. I, I, I love it. <laughs> you wrong, Baker. Country commentator, y'all. Y'all give it a break. Uh, I haven't heard that in a minute, man. Appreciate that. Brian. Thank you, Brian. Right. You have one man, more thing, Tanya B. Tanya B held, held her hand up. I love you, bro. Uh, you know that. Good. No, I was just saying, no, and, and again, just, you know, with I, you know, when I cook, and one of the things I do is experiment with different things. And for those of you who might use buttermilk to make a pound cake, people sometimes use buttermilk, you know, even in their mac and cheese and their casserole dishes. Yeah. And buttermilk is not cheap, but here is a way 
you can get the same texture and the same taste. It's cheaper to buy generic sour cream. So if your recipe calls for a cup of buttermilk, you take three quarters of a cup of sour cream and add a quarter cup of water and booyah, you've got buttermilk. Did you say uh, what that is? Did you say tofu? Wow. Leave <laughs> <laughs> that tofu alone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that that is tofu. You know, as we as we approach you know uh, Thanksgiving and things like that, as I find tips that people can use to save money, and that's one of them. And the thing about it is. If you, um, you know, going to use, uh, say you get it and you have some leftover from Thanksgiving, but you're going to use it for Christmas. Yeah. Just double wrap it in plastic and put it in your freezer. You can take it out and use it. Let it melt, you know, room temperature on its own and you can still reuse whatever's left. So three quarters cup of sour cream, a quarter cup of water. That is the best buttermilk substitute that there is and the most economical. Because if you've ever looked at the price of buttermilk. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap. Nope. That's how you do it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, y'all, um, by the way, as we as we get ready to wrap up, I, I do want to say um, next week and, and you'll know this name by our guest is going to be Reverend Derek Lockwood, uh, a good friend, <laughs> good friend. Um, and he's taking on a noble cause. Uh, I asked he sent. I'm on his text chain uh, on his church and he is uh, a co-founder for an event that deals with race. And it's a discussion called Equipping for Hopeful, Honest, and Courageous Conversations on Race. And again, Reverend Derek Lockwood is the co-founder. It's happening Monday, November 7th here in Atlanta at 530 at the the Gather Spot. And I'm going to have the link, the Eventbrite link for this. It's a free event uh, on the podcast page. But, but, you know, I I had to, when I saw this, because he and I had a conversation uh, I'm on a text chain again with his his uh, his congregation, his parishioners, and his congregation would be the best word to use for that. Um, but um, it, we had a conversation one on one, and I was saying, well, why isn't there any kind of ecumenical effort against a lot of this racism that's going on? I mean, you know, you know, you're seeing what's happening with Cuckoo. You know, you know who is who he is. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not calling y'all. Know, I'm not going to say his name, but you know, what I'm talking about. You know, we don't get on the show. We report what's going on. We're not here to try to divide people. We just say what's going on. You know, in a lot of cases, you can just play the sound bites and the sound bites kind of say it all. Uh, but my point is, when you've got, you know, the people like a Candace Owens or yay, a lot of these folks and or or a Tucker Carlson out there attacking black female anchors, you know, for no reason, you know, shout out to Tiffany Cross. Um, and, you know, the cross connection, you know, for just, you know, stating facts and having guests on and, and having diverse conversations, um, but is attacked not only by Carlson, but it's basically just supported by the network. You know, I'm glad that he's uh, coming together with, with different, uh, different races on the panel, uh, different religions on the panel, uh, because these people are just profiting from racism. Pretty much a lot of these folks. And, you know, we don't do that on this show. We don't try. You know, you you know, we really just kind of report what's going on. And a lot of it's not good. So it's called Equipping for Hopeful, Honest and Courageous Conversations. Uh, Reverend Lockwood's going to be on the show next week, spend some time with us uh, beginning of the show. And it is on November 7th. This is the night before election. So hopefully that'll just keep y'all awake for November 8th. But luckily, y'all won't need to use November 8th because you would have already voted. So 
Either way, uh, I want to thank uh, in advance uh, Reverend Lockwood, Derek Lockwood. But I know Derek. We we all attended Troy Troy University way yeah. back in the day. Uh, Derek, my friend, brother. Yeah, and Derek also is a uh, is an Atlanta native, Brown uh, Brown High School. I think he's in Brown Brown. Am I right, Vi? Brown High I think School. You're right. And uh, so you know, I've got some interesting questions for him, especially coming out of APS, going to Troy and and his his advanced degrees. Uh, you know, what his experience has been like. And, you know, it's good to have people having the, that discussion from our generation. You know what I mean? I mean, there are a lot of folks who've been around a long time still having those conversations, but we need to hear it from the new generation or the newer generation. Uh, and I'm glad we're having this again, uh, almost like an ecumenical conversation among all the different religions, all the different people uh, so, so kudos to you, uh, Reverend Lockwood. Look forward to having you on next week. Tanya B. Vi, well, I'll start with you, Vi. Any final thoughts? Uh, got any final thoughts? Gas, people. Don't get your gas in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> if, you could, if you could afford not to get your gas in Atlanta, don't get it up there. <laughs> well, well, truly, though, you will get hit in the, the head. Food, <laughs> on the food thing. <laughs> on the food thing. What I normally do with my food, since I'm a single man and no one in the house besides me, I buy most of my meat through like Omaha steak or something like that. And I buy like every three months. And I just buy most of just veggies. Okay, gotcha. Fresh veggies. And I go, I go on post, get a lot of myself also. So I buy the meat online, have a mail to me, get enough to last in about three months. And I okay, you know, buy veggies like once or twice a week. Yeah. All right, Tanya B, any final thoughts? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Tanya B. No, I said, you know, again, you know, now that we have, you know, these challenges with the economy and, you know, just the cost of existing, living, you know, and, and eating and things along that line, you know, just do a little investigative work, you know, before, like I said, we used to go in the store and you could just pick up whatever, not really looking at the price. But when it comes to the price of gas, you know, even things like toilet paper, paper towels in your food, just take a little extra time and you'd be surprised what you save. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Val, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go ahead and do it. Here we go. The people complain about their problems instead of praying. Some problems can be solved by careful thought or by rearranging our priorities. Some can be solved by discussion and good counsel. But some problems can be solved only by prayer. We would like to make a determined effort to pray when we feel like complaining because complaining only raises our level of stress. Prayer requires our thought and emotions and prepares us to listen. Exodus chapter 17, verse 2. Why are you complaining? Why are you putting the Lord to the test? In other words, people, stress, we don't need it. It's unhealthy, and it's just not, you know, stress stress does not solve anything. So just pray. You got a problem, think about it. Do the best you can. Pray to the Lord. And, you know, I always said, if you can do something, do it. If you can't, don't worry about it. It'll take care of itself. Amen. Amen. All right, Vi. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Vi. Good word for y'all worried about them eggs. Come on. Hallelujah. (laughs) 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 Don't forget, y'all, the Nightmare Journal is on Kindle Vella. Uh, Go to castropolis.net. First three, first two stories are up now. Third story's out in about a week. And they're free. Make sure you are early voting. Don't put it off till November 8th. 
Please don't. And with that, y'all, episode 151 51. is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace and power to the people, y'all. Have a good Peace week. Out. Have a great week, everybody. Get your gas when you come to Atlanta. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.